We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Yay, yay! Oh, wow, look at this. You know what? I got I got 14 free left. No, no, no. You have like six. Yeah, you nah. lost. You, you lost. did a, you did nah, a nah, giant nah. one on like the last show. Yeah, he so just that, gave a yay, one. yay on a Monday. That's right. I got 14 free yay, yays. I'm going to use them all. Nah, you got banned, bro. Now, nah, what do you mean I got banned? We, we have it in the archives. First nah, of all, first of all, first of all. <clears throat> you can't it's give me like 14 free yay, yays and not expect me to use them all. I'll tell you what. I won't complain and I'll count them. <laughs> if you never say it again after the 14. Oh, yes. Please. Otherwise, I'm complaining every time. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Which one? Nah, chill, chill. Oh, okay. it's a staple. Yeah, oh. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a staple. <laughs> it is. Well, I a very traditional go. guy. I'm not letting I'm it go. I'm all about the AA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except when you Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Go ahead. What, what were we going to say? Okay. I was going to say, fun fact. Do, do you know memes are, are very popular these days? The first ever meme... Was the the George Washington guy, who would say rap lyrics in old English? What is it really? Yeah, I remember f- those. That was the first time like that format introduced itself. I don't even know what those are. It like, would, it, I know what you're talking. Fornicate about. with females, get currency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fun fact. So you learn something every day. I don't even know how how fact that actually is. I mean. It's fact in my mind. Well, that's there's a lot of stuff in there that you hold to <laughs> that I don't. Lots that stuff in that being. That's a fact. Yeah, that. Fact facts. Fact. Some would say. <laughs> Some would say fact. Double fact. facts. Double um, facts. Anyway, I kind of wanted to open the show with some uh, some crazy shit. Uh, LSU and Texas A and M, seventy four to seventy two, in a seven <laughs> seven overtime. I don't even know how to say that. Thriller. Extravaganza, extravagant, whatever it was, yeah. seven overtimes. What's crazy was I thought that was a college basketball score. 
Yeah, that's insane. If you saw that on like a ticker, you'd be like, oh my God, they're playing? That's exactly (laughs) what happened. And then I saw that it was NCAAF. I was like, hold on. No, no. Without the iPhone, ESPN app. I'm like, this is crazy. Not only that, but how often do teams win by two? Well, you have to go for two at the end. After like three overtimes. After three overtimes, if you score a touchdown, you have to go for two every time. So they lost on a missed two-point conversion. Not even they, They got the touchdown. Yeah. Heartbreak. Seven overtimes, you miss a two-point conversion? Heartbreak. You call it heartbreak. I call it... Thank, thank God. God somebody won here. Because <laughs> I don't have all of my... Yo, much if I was in the stands of that game, like, I'd lose my energy. Like, like all right, we won. Nah, Not if you're blasted. I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, if you're blasted, it's going to be even worse, bro. Because they stopped serving alcohol about, like, four hours ago. <laughs> Not if you sneak it in your pocket. Yeah, I guess so, but, like... Don't remember. You're a college kid at this point. Watson. Yeah. What do you think? I'm not sitting in a whole water bottle full of vodka. Oh, yeah. if I'm sitting at home, yeah, but from at nah. the game. What do you mean at home? No, nah, what are you doing? Like a dorm. water bottle full of do- vodka at home? That's mad. In college. my dorm. You what are you talking in, about? You put it in a cup. At it, home. Ew, I you mean, it depends, bro. It, you it, ever like go it, out in college and like you leave the dorms and you need something for the road? That's what I'm saying. You got to have you that. Don't have it in a cup. You have it in a bottle. Yeah, it's like a Coke. At home, you got the cup. When you go out, you got you need the bottle in the stance. Yeah, you don't bottles. Bottles. You don't, you're not going to drink the bottle at home. No, no, no. no. Nah. That's psychotic. Yeah. I also wouldn't drink vodka at home because I'm not a psycho. Yeah, true that. Or Russian. What? Oh. Yeah. Russian, <laughs> Russians love What's wrong with vodka at home? It's gross. Yo, vodka's I mean, disgusting. Yo, it is. I had Hennessy one time at home and I did not, not bad. did not make it out that night. Really? Yeah. Hennessy on ice? Hen- yeah, Hennessy. No, neat. Oh, okay. no, I feel like no, whiskey is no, the only thing that you can like drink at home. Cognac. As well, uh, yeah, cognac I guess. is I mean, nice on ice. Yeah. But like, you're drinking, what are you you're drinking? Like kettle one at home? Nah. Like, what are you ninety and hate your wife? <laughs> Why are you doing that? It just makes no sense to me. Or a Long Island girl. Or that. What? What? Bacardi? Huh? Bac- Yo, we had we had Long Island girls love Bacardi. <laughs> Don't shit Smirnoff. on Bacardi. Small. You know what vodka I will never have again? Svetka. Disgusting. Nah. Yeah. Svetka's mag. But that Yo, was and your just Greek like, shit, Uzo. Fucking Yo, Uzo, you can't. You have to drink it. What you? The secret with Uzo, you have to drink shots, and you have to sit up. Had him sitting down, and when you're ready to get up, you get up, and you feel you get. Oh yeah. No, you know you gotta do. You gotta drink them in the bathroom. You pick it up and you just pour it down the fucking drain. (laughs) Disgusting. Yeah, I can't even think of having shots of vodka ever again. I did it recently. I would never against my will. It was a it was a double shot of Belvedere. Oh my god. It was disgusting. What you do with a, a double shot? It wasn't my. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't my doing. That sounds like so painful. I'd probably throw up on sight. Yeah, I wasn't happy about it. That's how I feel about Jack Daniels. I could take one right now, and I'd feel nauseous. Really, Can't do Jack? Yeah, I'm like that with like fucking. What's that shit called again? What's the green bottle? Jameson. No. Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaeger, uh, I just... Yeah, I could drink a ton of Jameson. I Not can't a ton, drink. but like that's my... Jameson's like, like probably Jameson. my go-to. Yeah. Really? Big Jameson guy now. I've drank... Yo. I've had a lot of Jameson, like... A lot of Jameson. In college, <laughs> Jameson had, like, was my drink, and I can't drink it anymore because of that. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes I'm Captain start, Morgan, too. starting to get into tequila. I used to hate it. Tequila's, tequila's a shit, bro. Tequila's a nice one. Tim is big on tequila. Casamigos. <laughs> I'll drink whatever. Yo, my wedding, unlimited Casamigos. Get ready. Ooh. Yo, when you go to a bar, do you order something by the name, or you just go, let me just get tequila? Honestly, ever since I like started getting paid paychecks, I, I, I order the names. <laughs> paid paychecks. Like, when I get paid, I, I'm, I have enough money to order names now. Dude, I always get mad at bartenders. I'm like, can I get a shot of tequila? And they're like, uh, what do you want? You want this? You want that? I'm like, oh, fucking no. <laughs> Just pour something. <laughs> Jesus. 
I, I don't mean, care. I that, yo. Like house tequila is the bottom of the barrel tequila. If you yeah. want no, something I nice, you gotta. Dude, I know it's part of their. You job. gotta I name just, your tequila. You know. Yeah, I, like, no, I just didn't want any responsibility here. I just wanted to drink something. You know, because I'm fighting something. You got you know? exposed as a young drinker, bro. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. Yo, top top shelf tequila is like a supermodel. Bottom shelf tequila is like a five thousand pound seventy year old woman. That you'd still have sex with though, because she's like she's got something going. But only if I was so desperate and I just needed it. Hey, sometimes you know. <laughs> um, sometimes so, when you're so sauced that, like the end of the night, you just need something. Sometimes, that's right. Like sometimes yeah. you got beer goggles on. That's right. Sometimes you got to play the Raiders, bro. Can't so, always. <laughs> can't always play the elites. I love how that that joke always changes teams. It you does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, yeah. So sometimes you got to play the Browns. You know. <laughs> it used to be the Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> it's like sometimes you got to play the Jaguars. Now the Jaguars are like nice. Actually, now they suck my dick. <laughs> um, anyway, back to this game, the seven overtime thing. Am I the only one who thinks that the NFL should adapt this? No. Dude. You don't like this? No. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, my God. You, like, you guys like awful, this? Awful. You, like uh, t- you like ties? All right. All right. Give like me ties? your reasons why you I like love, it. I and love some of the reasons. Here's one reason. Somebody wins. All right. That's the best reason. And that is the only reason. So this starts at the 25. You'd have to back it up because like this is a, chi- a chip shot. Start at the 50. Ah, 45. Of the other... No, no, 45. Oh, 45. You're yeah. on 40. The other Plus territory. 45. Yo, yeah. you know what? How about the 35? That's where the ball spotted when you kick off. The other 35? No, no. Because on, on, now in college 35 football, yards you, going. Because that's yeah, still yeah. a 50-something yard field goal. It's still like regular. Yo, we're missing extra points here. Yeah, it's unless not you got, Unless you got anymore. Justin Tucker. Yeah, but it is, though. Like, you're always attempting that field goal. No, I feel you, but, you know. Like, you wouldn't go for it there. You'd attempt a field goal if you go I think you out. should have to be able to get into field goal range before you can kick. All right, 45. Okay. 45, 50, 50 62. Fair. Wait, if it's a 45, how, how 62. far is that? It's always 17 62, plus. Yeah. 17 plus, All right, yeah. but Dude, that, one plus. pass, you're good. You don't even get a first down. You could kick that. You're right. Yeah, I would go from the 50. All right. Get well, like, a, 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 like, you got to get a first down. Then you're in field goal. All right, we got to perfect our idea over here because Tim is let me like, a, let, me ask you, let me ask you guys a question. I love how we're deliberating like we're about to implement this role. Yeah, well, we have to because Tim's like, <laughs> yeah, you look, want this? this? Here's, here's how I tend to look at things in life in general. Oh, no. Right? Oh, I tend to this look at gonna them. explain a lot. Nah. Philosophy takes. I tend easy. to look at them as a scope of like, what if this happened 2,000 years ago? <laughs> right? Because that's how you got to look at things sometimes because that's how you get to the core of Football things. Football wasn't played right? 2,000 years ago. Exactly. But what was? War. War was played, right? Yeah, you are the, the worst. Just listen. I'm not. I like. I don't. Football and, and sport in general was created. the The reason why it was created was to keep people from killing each other, and to keep men from slamming swords into each other's chest for fun, right? So the goal is. of I don't even know if that's true. Football, or not. of course it is. That's uh, the Roman gladiators oh, coliseum. Of course, of course. I'm a history teacher. Shut up, I, boss. You don't know anything. I'm a history <laughs> teacher. Right? So listen, the point of football is to take the ball from your end zone. Yes. And novel concept. Here it comes. Break through the defending forces and infiltrate the other end zone. I really wish you'd make a point at some point. A kickoff is where you start. You have to make it all the way. You can't start at the 35 yard line. That's bullshit. You can't just start somewhere. That's th- that's not football. That's college nonsense. That's not professional football football is you have to get from your end zone to their end zone and in order to do it you got to make plays and you got to do your thing now i want there to be wins ties blow but at the same time you got to get from end zone to end zone bro but isn't isn't the one thing that people look at the most for a quarterback is how good they are in the red zone so isn't that where you really need to prove yourself so why not put them in a difficult situation right away i mean because 
in order to get to that difficult situation, you got to earn it. Like, yo, we don't know how Josh Rosen is in the red zone because he's been there three times. But you also, you also think about this, right? Everyone's about uh, pro player safety. You just played four quarters of football. You're going to still have them running kickoffs constantly? Well, I think that's where you cap it. That's where the ties come in. I think when Ugh. we're putting the ball, I think we're putting the ball at the thirty-five would be perfect because no, you want like you're okay with a tie. I'm not okay with the tie. I would rather there not be a tie. I would rather it go back to the old football rules. Of, yeah, a field goal wins. Nah, nah, nah. First player to first team to score six wins. If after fifteen minutes no one scores six, sudden death. Now you can score three. I just think with college football, it get you get a result. I mean, there's an exception to every rule. They played seven overtimes, but you kind of get the game over with quick. For the most part. For the most part, yeah. And it's action-packed. Like, you're always on the And it's fun because it's like right away, yo, I'm in the red zone now. I can't go and grab a beer. You know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta watch this now. I'm, I'm in scoring position. Also, if you turn it over, you basically lose. Dude, look at hockey. It has the best overtime there is, and they make it easier to score. They have less guys in lies. It's mad exciting. It's exciting. This is all, but is it hockey? At the end of the day, is it? Are you proving who's the better team by winning in a three on three? Yeah. No. Yeah, you put your three best guys out there. But that's not. But you're not using because a game of hockey is a five on five game. Dude, you're still playing eleven on eleven. You just got to stop them from the fifty. Right, but you're making those. But you're making these adaptations to the rule. After a game that's been played by the rules has already been yeah, played. Yeah, because you weren't good enough to score from the full field. We need to end it at some point. <sighs> I we need to end it. I'm not tying this. Dude, think about how long a game could go on if it was like, if no one fucking scored. Yo, don't you punt, feel like you punt, wasted punt, your punt. day if you like showed up at the field for three hours and tied? I'd rather have a tie than watch people start at the 25-yard line. Not the 25, I said the 50-yard line. You have to earn your way into field goals. He, does, he doesn't want anyone starting from anywhere. He you know wants what? Kickoffs. Here's what. Here's what. Yeah. Here's what I'll be all right with if you can if you kick off from the goal line. Then I'd be all right with it because then so you the have fifty to earn yard line. <laughs> then you go, but you got to earn it. What's you the difference? You're, the you're shortening the field too. What's the difference? Yeah, I, that's not earning it. That's putting the. He just not, because if you have you're field. making if, an adaptation. I'm making. Yeah. All right, but if you have a if you have a a quality kicker, you have an advantage there. It's it's still kicking from one end to the other. I, I just want it to be, you get the ball on a kickoff, you start with a kickoff, because that's what football is. Yo, do you uh, believe some of the stuff that you say? Yeah, you're a purist, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I only I only say things I believe. You, that's I, the point. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, mean <laughs> I want to say I respectfully disagree, but it's a little late. After that. <laughs> Was that you're a purist, comma, bitch, or you're a purist, bitch? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it could it could both kind of work. Yeah, both work. Yeah, you're a purest bitch, comma bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Double bitch. You know? You're a purest bitch, bitch. Yeah, Damn, uh, a purest bitch. I don't know. <laughs> I I think it would be cool to see in the NFL. I definitely think we need to do something about ties. If what we're saying can't happen, then what is the alternative in in the NFL of getting rid of ties? I think it's you. You have first team to score six. Up until up until fifteen minutes, and then you play unlimited overtime until someone scores. Yeah, but whatever it is, they three. definitely fucked it up Even by changing it, shortening it to ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. That, like that, just creating more ties. Because if you kick field goals, you basically only have one possession. Right. If you give each team five minutes, which is probably 
about average. So make it 15 minutes, an entire quarter. Which Yo, is what it was. I don't know why they changed it. The other thing that I really like about the college overtime, both offenses get to touch the ball. Yeah. How many times have I complained about Rodgers not touching the ball in, in, in um, playoffs? And then even Matt Ryan in the Falcons. Patriots got the ball first. They went down. They scored a touchdown. Game ended. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that you give both offenses a chance to, to reply. I mean... Matt Ryan sucks. Come on, man. It's not about Matt Ryan. It's just the example I used. I knew you were going to say that. B word. I think that, uh, I don't know. I'm in agreement. I I would want to see both teams play. It's like, yo, your offense and your defense has to make Mm -hmm. a play. I like that. No matter what, I think that should be the case anyway. Like your offense, if your offense fucks up, your defense should be able to bail you out. And if your defense fucks up, your offense should be able to bail them out too. Yeah, if you but, hold them to a field goal, it's like a win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, yeah, how, how you get a turnover? How you letting your off? How you're letting your defense dictate the game if you're starting on the 25 yard line? They're not dictating. Bro, why are you getting 25? I've been saying because that's years. how they do it in college. Eh. We can't argue hypothetical. You're hypothetical or not? I disagree. There. <laughs> wait, wait. What was your question? How does how does how does that showcase defenses? You stop them. Yeah. Twenty five yards. That's like your backs against the wall. That's why I brought up the thing in the red zone with the quarterbacks because it's hard to score in the red zone, and your defense could clam down there. I don't know. I don't know about this, guys. I'm not, if you don't know, I don't now know you about know. that. I don't know. That's. It's not the game though. The game is like it's like plant the flag. Like you got to plant your flag. In the end zone. Here comes a metaphor that definitely makes sense. I mean, it's not a metaphor. It's, it's what it is. It's, uh. it's a gladiator game. Football. Anyways. Tim's stuck in like the 1800 BC. My brother's well, got clearly me Clearly 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. My brother's got me a book about like a guy who writes thinking the way I think. I'm very excited about it. I, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> uh, speaking of college quarterbacks, Blake Bortles is sitting now. He got benched. Mm, Cody Kessler is coming in. What what a scrub! Uh, finally, I will say things are the tides are turning in the NFL. Things are starting to make sense. Hugh Jackson, <laughs> Blake Bortles, yo, all these real, nice things. Real quick, that that uh, that pick off and then him handing the ball to Hugh Jackson. Who was it? Demetrius Demetrius Randall. Yeah, yeah. Right, yo, that's that's can't, embarrassing. If you can't do. take that ball, yeah. What are you he doing? He did take the ball and then he patted him. I know. I said you can't take that ball. And then nah. Baker dissed him. I kind of bro, feel I bad. F- oh, I feel no. I feel that. I'm like, bro, you're a head coach, and then you go to the like. Yeah, he didn't take like any time. Like I do feel you. Like, you need to get paid. You know, you need to he make got money. Got fired too. Like it's not like he left and joined the. He didn't pull a Bobby Petrino. You know what I mean? Like he he left because he was fired. It wasn't on his own. I feel court. that. That's true. That's true. That. Yeah. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> Andy Dalton. Good night. Hmm. So two two of the worst quarterbacks that are <laughs> masquerading as starting quarterbacks in the league are out. I honestly, this is a complete shit show on the part of the Jaguars because you think about this offseason and Kirk Cousins was available and Teddy Bridgewater was available and even Case Keenum was available and you had a plethora of pe- people that you could draft, right? They passed on Lamar Jackson. They passed on Rosen, I believe. Look, the, I mean, still, he's he's not Blake Bortles. Yeah. Right now, I know Blake Bortles is the number you know. three. I don't think they didn't pass on Rosen. They didn't have. They had a really good pick last year because not a really good pick. They had a a lower pick. A lower pick. Yeah. Back it. Rosen was, uh, I believe, it was the tenth, eleventh, tenth or eleventh. Yeah. Either way, like you had the opportunity to get a quarterback in there and with a defense yeah, that is st- still close to the top in the league, 
it's just that they're on the field so much that it's it's hard to even get anything going. And you know, you fucked it up. You you, you your window was open. You fucked it up. They were just the victim of their own success. When you make the AFC title game like that, you kind of think everything's in place for you know. Let's bring everything uh, back, yeah, yeah. and you don't really make changes for next year, or you go out and bolster your team. I wouldn't say like you know. I mean, sure, you could have obviously upgraded over Blake Bortles, but if it's ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now it's fucking broke, so now you have to fix it. Fired Nathaniel Hackett, the OC. That's his third OC, I think, mm. since he, he's been in the league. So what, since 2014? Yeah, three so, OCs. Number three overall pick. That's insane. And it was like a shocker when he got picked. Like, damn, Blake Bortles. So. Legend. They're stuck. Yeah. They're they, stuck. That's a, that's a He'll be working at Barstool soon. Got it. Seems like a frat star. <laughs> Blake Bortles? Yeah. Damn. Pull like a Pat McAfee and just like quit playing football to go work there. Yo, I'm telling you right now, Pat McAfee is making more money right now. Making, I know for a fact. Making more money than he did punting? Yep. I mean... It's not really a surprise, though. Yeah, but... It's a little surprise. Whatever. Like, I'm saying, like, that money, nothing... That doesn't add up to living the lifestyle of an NFL player. I think the lifestyle is the worst part. Yeah, I think the lifestyle is much easier as a podcaster. No, it is, but, like... Here we are. You are not... Yeah, but you're not an (laughs) NFL player anymore. Yeah. I'd rather be an NFL player just for, like, status. Yeah, but he was was an NFL player for a while, no? No, he was. He had a decent career. He had a good run. He did his thing. And but he, was he making, still could have played. It's not like he. Yeah, but why? Uh, do I want to like train and like you know what I mean and do kick. all this? Sh- yeah, but you still got to train, bro. You still got to be you an NFL athlete. I know, I know. But it's yeah, you like, got to practice. You got to wake up and, get, and still be a. No, yeah. it's not rigorous. But you still have to it, kick, I'm and you sure have to it's like. Rigorous. Yo, it's it's a trash position too. You're completely isolated from the rest of your team. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're a kicker probably for most of the time, and uh, you know. Yeah, and then you got to travel and, like, you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, what lifestyle are you missing being a punter? You got to hold. It's not like you're nah, fucking, like, a star. Holds. Nah, backup quarterback hasn't hold since Madden 07. Bro, I would even argue, definitely I would argue that he's more famous now than he was when he was a punter in the NFL. I mean, yeah, he definitely is. So I, I would agree with you. So that's He does uh, NXT pre-shows. He's on there, too. He's out here. <laughs> yeah, so he probably, he, I think he made, I mean, obviously he made the right move, but. Man. I'd rather be a football player. I think he has be. more status, though, now. Maybe it's because I haven't been a football player yet. He's such a bro, too. It's just like he found the bro heaven. The guy's like an undefeated chugger, by the way. Have you of seen course him? he is. is he? I yeah, know he went to West Voss. I mean, so. Yo, he's a, he's a house. Yeah, That's a is. big dude. Yeah, West Voss. Like I, I, got the, I saw him over the summer in person. That guy's a tank. Yeah, he's big. He found bro heaven. He's a big boy. And he's, he's residing there. He's a big boy. Yo, he used to level people, too, when he would punt. Remember that one time against the Broncos? He, that's what he was known this for. one guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, that country, country boy strength. Uh, how are we feeling about the Bengals? Oh, it's yo, quiet now. Yeah, it's best. They, they, I, they suck. I remember back in the <laughs> day, suck. I said, I was like, yo, when Jacoby Brissett left uh, Florida to go to NC State, I was like, yo, this guy's got to be terrible. He can't beat out Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> and now Jeff Driscoll is a starting quarterback in the NFL. The biggest, the biggest. Yo, he might be the worst like <laughs> player on their contract right now in the league. The biggest question for the Bengals is like, how does this affect Tyler Boyd's fantasy stock? Because there's literally nothing else that has to do with the Bengals that's even close to. Does AJ Green even come back now? Like, if you're AJ Green, you're, you lost three in a row. The Bengals did. Are you pressing to get back to have Jeff Driscoll throw you the ball? They're on pace to have one of the worst defenses ever. They've lost six starters, too. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's going to take a a fallback now with with Jeff Driscoll, I think. AJ Green, yeah, I agree with you. Why why would you come back? 
They're still five and five. Five, five, and, five and six. Excuse me. So they're not out of it technically, but they're out of it. Yeah. I don't so think any team that was four and one, yo. It was a good ass Five team and three at one, one point. Ah. Uh, and then Nick Vigil went out. We I, I remember Vigil us, and uh, Preston Brown. Yeah, I remember us mentioning it on the podcast. Like Nick Vigil was the quarterback, and Joe was like, "Oh damn, I don't like this team now. I don't know. I'm gonna change." And I think you changed the pick uh, or something like that. You you when you found out that he called the plays, you were extremely passionate about it. Who? Nick Vigil. I don't even know who the fuck that exactly. is. Exactly. You're like, oh, I didn't know. I don't even know who that guy is, but he calls the plays. I gotta take. I gotta take it that back. Yo, now. literally, this never happened. Yeah, I don't think. I promise you, it did. Yo, I, I promise you, I, I never changed a pick because of Nick Vigil because I don't know who that <laughs> is. Maybe you didn't change a pick, but you. Who, were, I still don't know who that is. Yo, I promise you, you were all over it. I don't think that would influence. Him. Yo, I, ha- I, I swear to God, I have. I've Maybe had you didn't no change idea. your pick. I'll take that back. Yo, who, I'll take that. Who back. is he though? He's the middle. Yo, you don't find it weird that all three of us oh, oh. disagree with you. Yeah, like, now okay. okay. <laughs> you guys have a. You guys have a. No, no, no. no. What I did, history. No, no, no. What I did say of just misremembering. Okay, no, no, no. Hogan, you. <laughs> you. you guys are wildin'. Listen, no. Now that you said that he's a linebacker, who I'm gonna go play. back and find this. Listen, listen, listen. If you're a listener and you can find I'm it, please to explain do. To Sorry. The fucking. Now that you said the middle linebacker calls the plays, I didn't change my pick, but I remember. So we were talking, having a discussion, and I was like, I usually don't, like, say, like, uh, you know, this matters or whatever, but I think on defense, if your play caller is out, it makes a difference. Right, right, but right. I don't think we were talking about the Bengals. I'm pretty sure we were talking about, like, nah, we're Carolina. Talking about, nah, we're talking about Nick Vigil, 100%. All right, well, I don't know who that is. But anyway. 100% he, ever shout, out to, shout, out shout out to Nick Vigil. Shout out to Nick Vigil. Get a mad yeah, shout, out, shout out to Nick Vigil, man. <laughs> I'm going to go follow Don't first Instagram. name, son. Yeah, yo, you changed, uh, you changed I mean, my just, whole life. I'm just saying I was right. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where to go from here. To be honest with you, Nick Vigil. Nick Vigil. Let's look him up. How long has he been in the league? <laughs> Four years. Close oh, place for the up. Bengals. That's a wild guess. Um. But yeah, I wouldn't come back if I was AJ Green. Nah, me neither. I mean, yeah, my toe is still hurt. I mean, nurses a little bit. I would just milk it as long as. Yeah, I yeah, could. I'm chilling. Because, I mean, they play the chilling. Broncos, Chargers. That's all I know off the top of my head. But like. This team's not going anywhere. Yo, John no, Ross is just out here collecting touchdowns. Yeah, but like that's off. it. He catches like one no, no, or two passes. He does. he does the Jordy Nelson. You two catches, 40 yards, it. touchdown. Love that shit. Love Jordy Nelson. Fourth quarter. Nothing going on in the first three quarters. It's all right. Yo, guys, you guys ready for this matchup? Bengals Raiders week 15. Who's coming? <laughs> Who's coming? Where is it? At Cincinnati. Yo. Oh, oh no. Nah. We've done yeah, it. Yo. No, no, I was just thinking about the Jets. Could I have big implications for our Jets on the draft pick? That's true. That's true. We've and we've had we've be been in the right car there. together for ten hours on a road trip to Ohio before. This is true. Yeah. You we came could, too, we right? We could do it. No, no. We could do hey, it. Hey, that sucked. That was a terrible ride. It was a funny ass trip. It was a funny trip. And terrible also trip. the gas station we stopped at was absolutely disgusting. We got hot dogs <laughs> at four AM. That's pretty from gross. a vending machine, I like, <laughs> sort of. It wasn't from a vending machine, ah. but you had to order it from like a kiosk, and then oh, I don't know where bad. it came from. No, it tasted like it was a fake. It was like plastic. Those are the hot dogs Tim loves. The dirty water dogs from like the toilet. I mean, <laughs> that was a <laughs> soaking wet when you get them. Oh. Yeah, he probably enjoyed that. Hot that dog. was a different time back. You need a little burn. <laughs> yeah, I drank a whole bottle of Ciroc one of those nights. But anyway, yeah. Um, that is disgusting. That was that was a, that was a fun trip. That, that was, was very college. Yeah, yeah so that college. was so college. Yeah. I, even though I only I didn't go to college. Uh, <laughs> any other games you guys want to touch on for week twelve before we move on to this little NFL segment that we have here? 
Mm, I think we'll fuck that. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's just kind of do. I want to do like a playoff sort of thing fuck here. Uh, one in it. What? Fuck that. Fuck that. Uh, one in, one out. A playoff team that is currently in that will drop out, and one team that is out that will make its way into the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I want well, you guys want to start with the ins. I'm gonna go with the Indianapolis Colts. I like that one. At the moment, they are not a playoff team, but Andrew Luck is, if you had any concerns coming into the year, that lack of arm strength, all that, well, he's proving you wrong. He's having a career year. I think he just surpassed 30 touchdowns. Eight straight games with three or more touchdown passes. Uh, They've rattled off five wins in a row, come from behind win yesterday, where if you just look at the game, that game and you insert any team that you think is a good team or might have a chance at the playoffs. That's the kind of game that you come back and win. He came back down 10 against the Miami Dolphins, and they won that game. And that throw that he made to, I think it was Chester Rogers on like third down to set up the field goal was incredible. That was a, a, a trademark Andrew Luck throw. And he kind of did it on his own because Marlon Mack left the game halfway through the second half with a concussion. But I really like this team, and their schedule sets up well. They, they don't really have a murderer's row of opponents. I know they play the Giants at home. They play uh, Dallas at home. They're a team that I think can make noise, and they have a couple of in-division games. And They I also mean, play the Texans. Yeah, they play the Texans, too. That might be a showdown. So, Oh, here we go. So at Houston, at Jacksonville, at Tennessee, three division games on the road. And then they got the Cowboys and the Giants at home. Andrew Luck, during this win streak, 16 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's playing at an MVP level, and I think that I think it might be enough. I think it might be enough to get a wild card. Maybe even the division, depending on what happens. I know we're recording prior to the Monday Night Football game, but that's a game that the Colts are all they all have their eye on. I actually I actually like that. I actually think the Colts will win this division. I'm gonna talk about them a little later, but yeah, this is gonna all sound really stupid if this is posted on Monday night before the game and then they get I was smoked. looking at that game like it's a tough time to record just because like that that game has so much implications. But it, look, that they're playing Tennessee on the road week 17. That could very well be for the division. So, um, yeah, I like that a lot. My one in is the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks, two big wins in a row against the Packers and Panthers. Two wild card threateners right next to them. Uh, their remaining schedule, four, their flat, four out of five games are at home, including two against the Niners and one against the Cardinals. Um yeah, I really like I really like the Seahawks. They're playing very well. Russ, Russell Wilson is showing that when he needs it, uh, he's there. And yeah, I, I like the Seahawks a lot. Yeah, I had the Seahawks too as my one in. Um, Russell Wilson just went into Carolina and did his thing. Won on the road. They haven't lost there. I've said for like a full season of games now. Um, he's doing the most with Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin. I mean, they're making it happen. So, like Tim said, I mean, they got this, the 49ers twice and the Cardinals. Mm. Those should be three wins. If you factor those in, they're nine. that'd make them nine and six. Ten wins is usually, like, the benchmark for a playoff team. So, if they could win uh, one more. I'm not really, I don't have their schedule in front of me. I did have it up, though. Who are the Seahawks? Uh, yeah. Four of their last five games at home. Yeah, they still have the Chiefs and the Vikings, which are tough games. So, if they could split one of those, it's asking for a lot. But they need to sweep those three games in order to – to make that final push. So I have them uh, cracking the NFC playoff picture. They yeah. got to win that Vikings game because they, if they can't win that Vikings game, they shouldn't be in the playoffs anyway. So if they win that Vikings game, they'll Especially, be in the playoffs. We'll and they'll see what happens with Xavier wait, 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 Rose, hold, too. Hold on. Why do you say that? Vikings are a good team, though. I know. You have to you have to be able to beat a good team. Oh, no, I get that. But, 
like uh, you were saying it like the the Raiders where if oh, they no, don't no, win no. that game. No, they should be uh, like that's I hear a what Monday you're night primetime game too in Seattle. It's a big ask to right. take the Chiefs. I mean, it's, yeah. So you you assume you're gonna take the L on the Chiefs, right? Right. You and gotta then, beat you, teams like the Vikings. Right. You got you who are good teams, wins. but they're not one of those three fucking juggernauts. And do you really deserve a playoff spot if you can't? If you're definitely gonna lose to the Vikings, you have to split with those that those two games yeah. to get the benchmark ten wins. So. Yeah. Vikings is obviously more feasible. I want to say something about Seattle. Yo, you guys ever go to Twitter to go tweet something, and then you see on your timeline someone had your exact same thought, and you're like, damn it, yo, it's going to seem like I'm biting him now? Shout out to our guy, Allen, who uh, he mentioned something about the Falcons. Uh, not Falcons. He's a Falcon fan, but about the Seahawks. I was like, yo, he's not going to win it, but Pete Carroll should be in the discussion for culture of the year, especially Shout for, out. yo, the wild-ass turnover that this team had in the offseason. Lose the entire LOB. You have the Earl Thomas incident, too. He comes back. He gets hurt. He's flipping off the sideline. Russell Wilson, I'm not the biggest Paul Richardson guy, but he was highly productive. Not highly productive. He was producing for them last year. You lose that weapon. You lose Jimmy Graham, who had double-digit double touchdowns. You don't know what you're doing in the backfield. You do have a poor offensive line, and they just keep balling. And it go, Yo, the Seahawks, if they make the playoffs, it's the ultimate example of if you have a quarterback, you got hope. Also, another coaching change. And Doug Baldwin is fucking a ghost. Has done nothing. Yeah, Ty Ty Lue, yeah, Ty, Ty Lockie, running wild. Ty Lockie, who who did the Ty Lue. Uh, yeah, 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 he did. That was pretty cool. That was fire. Ooh, yeah, but uh, like piecing that shit together. You know that's, that's what I do. Um, I, I, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck. Why? Because you're so hard. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah. no, it was so really good. Yeah. It was just glued that up. Yo, they started 0 and 2 too, so they're six and three in their last nine. Best running game in the league too. Yeah, Chris Carson, like they really figured it out. Obviously, Chris Carson's the feature back there, so they're doing damage. Yeah, shout out. you were the only one on them in the in the preseason. You I was, were right. I did that, like them a little bit. Pete, yeah. Yo, Pete Carroll, you're right. He should be absolutely in consideration for Coach of the Year, hundred percent. You look at that defense, and there's really no one there. And their offense, yeah, there you go. Coaching change that you got that has gone underrated. Tom Cable used to be the offensive line coach there. And wherever Tom Cable goes after his head coaching days with the Raiders, the offensive line gets worse. And now Tom Cable is gone, and now the offensive line has gotten much better. So I don't think that's a coincidence either. Hmm. So no one has uh, Panthers? Panthers in? After that loss they took to the Seahawks, they're now tied with them, and they have the tiebreaker. That's ahead. I oh. actually have so the Panthers why, I out. Actually, I give the edge to the That's out your out right team? Now. That's my out team. Honestly, they got two more games against the Saints, right? And they just lost, and they ha- they don't own the tiebreaker against Seattle. They're gonna have to win out, and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to win out besides those two games against the Saints. And it's hard for me to see them winning when CMC has two hundred and thirty nine yards and two touchdowns, and you can't you can't get your shit together when Cam Newton. Remember last time I said when Cam Newton doesn't play out of his mind, they really have no chance to win. Well, Cam Newton played out of his mind. And they still had no chance to win. Well, they had a chance to win. Graham Gano misses a 52-yard field goal. But a lot of people putting this loss on him, you can't you can't blame a kicker for missing a 52-yard field goal. you got to put him in a better position. You can't, position but that, that sets them up to win, Seahawks. Like, it gives them, what, they're at that ball to 42? Like, the game's over. But a 52-yard yeah, is 52 a 52-yard. It should have come down to a 52-yard field goal. Right. Right, it's yeah. a hard but ask. Al- but also, you can't. I'm just saying, like, you, you can't have him. Yeah, hit you know, a- I don't blame the kicker for the loss. Like, yo, you should be winning this game. I don't blame the kicker for the loss, but it is a huge reason why they lost. They got stuffed on third and two and shorter three times in that game. Like CMC, he's dope. McCaffrey's amazing, but it's not a guy that you could. <clears throat> you need like a Mike Tolbert. 
Right, you need a Brandon Jacobs. You need a guy that could get those two yards. And even Cam. Cam got smoked on one play in the red zone. Just front options, bro. The fuck is his name? The they ball. had that dude from Denver who they bought in. CJ Anderson was supposed to be that guy, but no mo, he gone. Let's no yeah. mo. Let's take <laughs> a look cut, at their they cut him, didn't they? Or you, I think he's still there. Their I'm schedule, pretty sure he's not there. Yeah. Anymore. Their schedule coming up. They're at the Buccaneers, who that doesn't sound like a big uh, a hard game, but it's in division, so those are always a toss up. They should win that game. At the Browns, who are playing much better and seem like they're on a roll, but they should win that game. And then you got the Saints coming in. They lost to the Saints three times last season. Let's not forget that. The Falcons coming in as well. And then the Saints again. If the Panthers don't win all of their non-Saints games, this team's looking at 9-7. and seven. Mm. And that's not going to be good enough to make it in the NFC. So I think they're going to be out, not because, they're, not because they aren't talented enough to get in, but just because they can't seem to put this together. And they, I forgot the name of their defensive coordinator, but this is his first year. And they've taken a giant step back. On defense, and it's not a coincidence. They when you're playing a team when you're playing a team that has Cam and has CMC making most of the plays, you have to have a good defense to back to back that up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on this team, but at the moment, the Redskins are the sixth seed. It's quiet for them. Yeah, it's quiet for them. They lose Alex Smith. We know all about that. But uh, yeah, I. Can't do it with Colt McCoy. Um, I, I I don't know this team. Like they, it, it was. I'm surprised that they have six wins. I'm shocked. Like I, I, they don't do anything that impresses me. They're a team that has to play with a lead, and that's the only way. You know, there was that interesting stat about two weeks ago where they were the only team in the NFL that whoever scored first won. And now I just don't see it. They've lost so many guys. They're the Mets of of the NFL. Like Tim Preach. coined them a couple of weeks ago. Redskins, it's it's quiet for them. I got the Ravens falling out. I know they they're one two in a row and they're hot, but they got to go to Atlanta now. Um, Atlanta's a team, no matter how bad they are, they can still put up points. I don't know Tim shaking his head over there, but I don't trust Lamar Jackson still. I mean, I watched him through college, and yo, know, he, whenever he throws the football, like it never comes out clean to me. Mm-hmm. It's always like a duck. It seems like he's holding reason, back. I don't from, know what the hell it is. It doesn't it. feel yeah. It doesn't feel like it's coming out fast. Yeah, but it, it just seems like you pick up like the best freak athlete in the park and like yo throw him at quarterback and just run option, like that's who Lamar Jackson is. Like he can hit guys in stride, but it's just an ugly football, and those are always tough to catch, especially if you have someone on your back. So, I think to go to Atlanta and ask for a win and then come back and play the Chiefs though next week, it's gonna be a tough couple, tough sledding for the Ravens the next couple games, and I think they lose both of them six and seven, and I think that puts a dagger in their playoff hopes. I don't know. I like their chances against the Falcons. If they if they beat the Falcons, Let's make a friendly wager on that one. I'm down. Down. Am I getting the spread or am yeah, just like heads two up? And a half. Am I getting points? Uh, no way. Uh, probably. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the Falcons are a favorite at home. Falcons are a favorite at home. I'll pr- the the Ravens will probably be my underdog pick on Thursday. Uh, it says Baltimore is minus two and a half. Oh, that oh makes sense. Baltimore is a favorite. On ESPN, that's what it says. In Atlanta? Yeah. I'm jumping in on that, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you want to join the party, Joe? We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk more on Thursday. Oh, look at him calling us out. Disrespecting me. When we get our CBS lines for Why our am picks. I you? Oh, no. You give me some eye. <laughs> you want some of this, pussy? <laughs> the, the biggest, the biggest you fallacy. Would you call him? The biggest a, fallacy. A in the, purest bitch. Purest bitch. <laughs> the biggest fallacy in the NFL is that the, uh, the Falcons offense is good. 
It's just a it's just a straight up false statement. They don't put points on the board. They don't. It's mm. false. Mm. Especially in the last three games. Mm. <laughs> the noise is coming out of Nick. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> punching him and stuff. Um all right. Boss, did you give your out? Oh, the Ravens, dude. The Ravens. Ravens and Panthers. Redskins. Panthers. Redskins. Redskins. Um, that NFC, man. It's anyone's game still. Anyone's game. Packers shit the bed. They could be on easy street right now. I mean, like not easy street, but. They could be doing something. They're getting manhandled. The Packers just aren't good. <laughs> They're not. I've, I've been saying this for the longest time. They're only good because Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. Yeah. The team is bad. They can't even give him time Max. to throw it's a, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's a, it's a bad team. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Did, did you see, by the way, for the Jaguars, I don't know what made me think about this, but your boy was starting to left tackle, Eric Flowers. Yeah. And then you wonder why Blake Bortles can't get a throw off. Blake Bortles. I don't think it's, it's just he's getting a throw off. He's been struggling to get throws off way before Eric Flowers, bro. I don't know. He he did play well last year. Dude, that guy's not good in seven on seven. I know, but still, I don't know. He played well last year. Yo, seven on seven, casino rules. You think I could take him? No, nah, probably not. Not after that last game I played. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been hearing about you. Oh. <laughs> Yo, we advanced to the playoffs though. Nice. Next round coming. Yeah. Quarterfinals nice. this Sunday. Let's go. We out here. Who's, the Who's your quarterback? Jason. Oh yeah. Fuck he's, he's legit Jason Russell Wilson. <laughs> nah, nah. Ah, he, maybe, he maybe. is Russell Wilson. He is. Like, he does all right for the first three quarters, and the fourth quarter comes three touchdowns. And then he scrambles all over the place. Crazy. I'll level Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but that's why we play touch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like he had something against Jason. Yeah. Nah, it's my favorite one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I love watching their team play just because they talk the most shit. We do. And it's hilarious. Last you should have seen it. We we actually held back last game from a fight. Like some kids wanted to fight us, and we did not fight them. We're growing. Yeah. Okay. I got kicked out of ICYP like six times because I fought, and then I was like, like yeah, let us back. And I was like, all right, oh, guys, look out. Every year, you got a badass over here. Right? Fight. Uh, let's talk about the biggest storylines of the home stretch here, uh, going into December. I mean, other than Christmas, cause I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay two things. Uh, the remainder of the regular season for the Cowboys and their off season because right now they're six and five. They're first place in the awful, awful NFC East. And they play the they play the Saints on Thursday night football. So you're gonna have to make a huge ass decision on this franchise going forward. Jason Garrett, are you gonna extend him? You're gonna have to if he makes the playoffs. Dak Prescott's gonna be up for an extension. You're gonna have to pay him north of twenty million dollars. Amari Cooper, his rookie contract is up. You're going to have to give him 16 to $18 million because you know what? Sammy Watkins is making $16 million. So Amari's going to get... Amari Cooper might be the most expensive wide receiver on the market next year. Like he might surpass OBJ because that's just the nature of the beast of free agency. Next guy up, you get paid. You're the most expensive guy. So you're looking at about... Let's just say $40 million annually against your cap on two players who... I don't know yet. I still don't know. I think Amari Cooper has been fantastic for Dallas. It's growing on me. And the more you look at the numbers, it, it's, no, it's no coincidence that the moment he came in, Zeke's been running wild because that's another guy out the box that Zeke doesn't have to face. He doesn't have to face eight, nine-man boxes. So I think it's been a good move. But it's a, it goes back to what I said before, how they overpaid, but it was a great ad for them too. So I think Dallas going forward, how they're going to end the month of December and if they make the playoffs – 
parlay that with their offseason. That's my biggest storyline. If you're if you're a Cowboys fan, are you rooting for them to make the playoffs? And because if they make the playoffs and they and they do something at least, like they're gonna they're gonna re up Dak. Yeah, well, they're that's what I'm re- saying. If they make the playoffs, they're gonna re up everyone. They're gonna re up everyone. Yeah, including so Jason Garrett, including, including everyone, yeah. everyone. Are do you think that are you a, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're like, all right, I like this offense. If we can add some pieces, I like the defense. I'm ready to go forward with this team. Or if you're like. I want to just blow it up. Well, so here's the thing. If you're going to pay Dak, that offensive line is not going to be that good anymore. Someone got to go. You can't pay all those guys close to $15, $16 million. You just can't. One of the It goes back to the same old shit that I always say about how when you're not paying your quarterback, that's when the best luxury you have in all of pro sports. So people are going to have to get let go. Demarcus Lawrence is up for a contract too. That guy's going to get $500 million. <laughs> That guy's nasty. Yeah, Yo, if a- Sean Lee was able to stay healthy, I think they'd let him walk. Because that linebacking core, Vander as Jalen Smith, and Sean Lee, I think would easily be best in the league if all were healthy. Yeah. Yo, Jalen Smith is really, like, showing he's why he was a top five. Yeah, player. I'm so happy for that dude, man, even though he's a cowboy. Because yeah. that injury sucked uh, when he was yeah. at Notre Dame. They thought, like, he would possibly could never play again. Yeah, it was, it was a wrap for him. Shout out, yo. Insane, yeah. Both him and Miles Jack came out, came back. Miles Jack. Yeah, that's another guy, too, yeah. So shout out to them. Hopefully, like, that's going to help some other kids with their draft stock, too. So what was your question? Do you think, are, if, you're, if I'm a Cowboys fan, if you're am a I, Cowboys fan. do I want to move forward with this team? Or Yeah, are, are you trying to lose? I mean... If you're just talking about this year, I don't think any team in the NFC East is good enough to make any sort of a run. So like, I don't think they're. I don't think you should try to lose. Like, or else no, you're yeah, being, you're not. just going to be in purgatory. Realistically, I don't. I think that division is a, Plus, a wrap. Yeah, for who? What do you mean? Like, I don't think anyone in that division is like good enough to win. Nah, but you're going to host a home playoff game. That's the nah, luxury sure. of winning the division. So you're like, probably anything- looking at hosting a game against the Vikings if things were to end right now. Which is, has been a hot and cold team at right. times. So. so let's say, so let's say you're the Cowboys, and you make the playoffs, you win the division, you beat the Vikings in the first round. You mm-hmm. don't really have a chance to win the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan, but now I'm not saying try and lose. If you're a fan, are you rooting for that to happen, or are you more like, you know, I kind of want this secretly to blow up? I just feel like this was like the turning point. Like this week would have, it was like the swing week. Like if it, if they would have lost to the Skins. You're like, all right, blow it up. Five and six. Skins would have moved to... S- seven and four. Seven and four, I think it was. Yeah, seven and four. And it's just like at that point, you're two games out. You lost to the Skins. You know, blow it up. Thanksgiving was passed, coming gone. Mm-hmm. Why keep going? But now you're tied for the division lead, and it's like, what do you want, two in a row? Like, things have looked good since Amari Cooper showed up. You have a legit weapon for Dak, who I said, like, last week was... Probably his best weapon he's had there in Dallas out wide. So I think you have a good thing going right now. Like I would, I would push for that playoff spot. Absolutely. I definitely think that they're a better team now that Mark Cooper is there. Who knows what that ceiling is? I just think that, you know, I just think there's no one in this division. I think it's a low ceiling, but but the thing is, they can win. Like you're really asking for a lot for them to beat the Vikings. I think. I think so. Like that's. But I think that defense is also really good. Like I think that defense will keep them in the game. Not if that, the white mamba keeps white fucking mamba. around. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin Cook too. Also, just yo, Dalvin like, Cook has kind of bought that offense. You saw when he almost that that car crash in the middle of that game. Him and uh, I forgot who that was oh, yeah. ran into each other, and he just ah, screamed at him. I was like, "Yo, this guy's out of." His and mind. he was d- lying on the floor, just like yeah, that guy knocked himself out. Yeah, that was that was 
That is why I can't play in the NFL, guys. <laughs> that is why. Yeah, right that's there. the only. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's one of the. Yeah, uh, yeah. one of the three reasons why. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do mine now. The Saints' defense is my storyline going forward. Are they as good as they have lo- looked this past month? They've given up 12 points per game against the Eagles, Bengals, and Falcons. Those teams have averaged 23 points per game this season, so they've cut their av- they've cut their point production in half. They forced five fumbles last week. They recovered three of them. Uh, that's one thing that Sean Payton mentioned that uh, Peanut Tillman gave him some tips on how to strip the ball, and they've been doing it, and they've been forcing fumbles. They have seven forced fumbles in the last three games. And they they have the number one rush defense in the league. Now, I, I will say this. A lot, of the, a lot of the fact that they have the number one rush defense in the league is that they get out to such early leads that no one can run on them. So you take that with a grain of salt. But this defense has been playing out of its mind. It's It's, it's – it's really re- reminiscent of the defense of last year. So if they can get back to that, if they can round that defense into form and that offense is already at the level it's at, who's beating the Saints, really? So I agree. I think, so I think that's the biggest storyline. Can that defense stay as dominant as it has been? And if it can, that team's about to about to like murder some people. Yeah, that that offense is at a whole new level right now. Like there, We have no reason to believe that they won't score f- at least 40 points a game. Especially at home. It's insane. On the road, 35. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. You know what? They put up like 45 last week. And Michael, I mean Thursday. Was it Thursday? Against the Falcons? No, nah, they put up like 30. Yeah, what, they put up like 30. Whatever. And like Michael Thomas was 31, involved. 31, 48, 51, 45, 30, yeah, 24, insane. 43, 33, 43, 21, 48. And that's, that first 48 is an L. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, when, 40 of that game. That was I'm when sorry. their defense was really a story in the negative way early in the season. This team is fucking scoring. Ridiculous. It's insane. Uh, my storyline is the Jalen Ramsey still talking that ish. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> Did you guys see that in Buffalo where he's like, you're trash, you're trash. Yeah. And he called Josh Allen before the season. He's like, yeah, he's trash. I don't know how he got drafted. I can't wait. We played him this year. I'm so excited for that. Well, you just took an L to Josh Allen. He did pick so, him off, though. He did. He did in the end zone, right? Yeah. yeah, it was in the end zone. No, it was a penalty. It was. He did pick him off, and it was a penalty. Was oh, a penalty. that's right. Got yeah, he back. forced him out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got Tooch. called back. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the Jaguars are just falling apart at the seams. Leonard Fournette uh, just got an update. He's suspended for the next game. I don't know what that was about. Like, you're an NFL player. Do you need to keep your cool? I don't care what goes on. Um, what did he do? He f- tried to fight Shaq Lawson off the field, at, like in every aspect. Did you see that? Like he wasn't leaving the field without fighting Shaq Lawson. That's fine. And then they tried to fight fight him in the in, in the, tunnel. the tunnel. tunnel. I saw that. That's what I'm saying. Like he wasn't leaving that field. Without. I just had to provoke the question so that motherfuckers who didn't know had to uh, know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, no. excellent hosting, Joseph. You like that shit? All the while, Moncrief and I don't know who it was. Not Davis White. I don't know. Oh who yeah, was. We're, we're still. I'm probably floor. still on the floor, tied up with the football. That but, was uh, mad funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's like at the park when the two guys are tangled up. You're like, yo, just shoot for it. They're like, no, no, no. Tip ball, man. Tip ball. Just, yo, just shoot for it. No, no, no. That's exactly what that is. So <laughs> they're falling apt of the seams. Like we said, the OC was fired. I think Doug Marone is next. He's, yeah, he's the most like mediocre head coach that somehow finds his way into jobs like left yeah, and yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, chill with that. He's a PSAL guy. I know. I was yeah, waiting for you to I'm say I'm surprised that, that you don't like Doug Marone. He's a Syracuse guy, too. Bro, he left Syracuse like... When High he, and dry, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, he rebuilt the program. I was like, all right, I'm out of here for the NFL, which, whatever, like, the NFL comes calling. You have to, you know, obviously you're going to go. Take but that call. Was the Bills sucked there. He got the, the interim tag removed last year's first year. He was good. Now it's just like, eh. And he's supposed to be an offensive guy. He's an old lineman. 
former O-lineman, O-line coach. I don't know. He has – obviously him and Coughlin have ties. They're both Syracuse guys. So, But I think he should be next to go. And I don't know. I think they just need to build it from the ground up. Mm. Get rid of Ramsey in the offseason. That guy is – he's OBJ on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, he's a mental case. So, I mean, if you really want that when your team's not winning, then whatever. But if if you can move him, get some high picks or whatever, roster players, I would move him while his stock is super high because he still is an elite talent, no doubt. It's just he's a headache on a losing team. If you're winning, all is good and well. Yeah, that's the when thing, When you're losing, man. it's it's not fun I to I don't have. know. I don't think you can have both. You can't play both sides. Like, if this guy's I mean, gonna, that's just the truth. I know, but it's just it, – I don't, I don't see it. I, I don't agree. I don't think that you can – like, yeah, that's dope that he's acting like an asshole, but we're winning, and then hate him for it, too, when they're losing. Not for nothing, like, I, I, I've played with guys like that. Like, I played with this one dude, Joe, not not this Joe, but this other dude, Joe, who you wanted him on your team when he was winning. But when you were losing, he was the only thing that he was good for is make you lose more. Mm. I feel like that's Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Same thing with OBJ. Team, like, like you, need, you need guys that are even keeled. And because these two guys, both of them, came into the league and kind of won right away... You didn't have to see that side of them. And they kind of got spoiled a little bit, I feel like. But now you see the side of both of them. OBJ making some comments like, oh, I would have fed me more. Yo, get out of here with that shit, bro. <laughs> is he wrong, though? He is wrong. How? They're, because they're, what he should, what they should have done is gave Saquon Barkley more than five carries in the second yeah, half. Yeah, but they also went for 105 in the first half. They also didn't have... They, they had... Five, they were down five defensive backs. You should have gotten the ball more. That's that's without a doubt. What He, he had know. like... He had double-digit targets, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, nine targets. Are never All right, happy. how many more targets you want? AB isn't happy. He wasn't happy early in the year with Big Ben. You have to exploit that matchup, though. I mean, I'm gonna have to agree. I agree too, but it was the matchup that open, was though? yeah, the matchup that was working like, was Saquon Barkley. He should have 200 yards. Mm. Saquon. No, Odell. Like nah. they're playing practice squad. Three guys were on the practice squad were starting for them. Either way, they like, weren't is that stopping on Odell, or is that on the coaching staff? They That's weren't stopping Saquon. Something we don't know about because we're not on the inside. Inside. But the coaching staff stopped Saquon. Yo, five for eleven in the second half after nineteen for two o nineteen for two o five and two touchdowns in the first half. Saquon. It's inexcusable. Yo, he's nasty. Um All right, cool. I also want your X Factor uh moving forward. Uh Melvin no, Gordon. Mm. Bedtime. Yeah. Uh, X Factor for my fantasy team. Got I right. continue to say that the one thing that really concerns me for the uh, financial investment I've made in this Chargers team going forward is I think that the forgot about that coaching staff and Anthony Lynn is a horrible coaching staff. How did this guy? They he talked himself into playing. They wanted to sit him. Because of his uh, hamstring injury, bro, we were literally sitting here and Tim picked him, and you're like, "Yo, yeah, careful, because like, he might, he, not, he might play. not play." So what do they do? They're up 35-10, and they continue giving him the ball when Austin Eckler has been more than capable. He had a monster game too, but he's been more than capable as a guy to fill in that role whenever Melvin Gordon's out. And now Melvin Gordon, they're hoping is going to come back this season, and he changes the entire dynamic of that entire AFC, in my opinion, for how good he's been this year for them. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you said that. He's been there girly. I said the same thing when, like, yesterday I'm I'm playing David Johnson in fantasy, so I'm monitoring that game. He's getting carries down 42 to 10. Like, there's no need for this guy to be in the game. Like, he's your superstar. You should treat him as such. Same as Melgo. I mean, 25-10 is much more closer, you know, of a game, but. It, It just doesn't make sense. If you have a guy who's, you know, banged up coming into the game, you should treat him as such. 
when it's 25-10, especially, like you said, Eckler all season has been more than capable. But um, I'm sticking with my Jacks. I'm going Andrew Norwell, their big offseason uh, acquisition on the O-line. He's out for the year. They're bringing in a new quarterback. Who signed Kessler? So she's going to be tough for Kessler without their, their left tackle, Andrew Norwell, who came over from Carolina as one of the best in the game. He's done for the year with, I think, an ankle. I think it was his left ankle. So mm. that's a tough loss for them. They're already losing as it is. I think it just gets even worse for that offense. No Fournette, no uh, Norwell this week. It's going to be – I don't even know who they're playing yet. I, I'm ready to pick against them. I kind of went off the, the rails here when you guys said X Factor. I didn't realize that we were picking injuries. But if we're going to pick an injury, Jack Doyle I think is a big injury because the – the Colts play a lot of two tight end sets, especially in the red zone. And Jack Doyle opens up a lot for Eric Ebron. So it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic works now because Jack Doyle is on the field 80% of the time there. So he's the guy that Angela goes to in the middle of the field. Um, but my number one X factor for the range of the year was schedules. Like you, you could see a, a team uh, like you could see a team like the Panthers that I said before, who you could say has more talent than Seattle, but Seattle's in the NFC West, so they get to play the 49ers twice in the Cardinals, while the Panthers have to play the Falcons, who, although they're not my favorite team, can beat anyone on any day, and then the Saints, who are the best team in the league, twice, right? So it's things like that. Um, the NFC North, it's going to be hard for these NFC Norths to make up ground because they have to play each other and beat up on each other. So it's going to be it's going to be a big X factor these schedules and these divisions coming up because some of these teams have a lot easier uh, paths even in the AF, even in the West with with a team like the Broncos you have yes you have to play the Chiefs but you also get to play the Raiders and I'm down you know what I mean so like you you it's the remaining schedules and who has played at home uh, the. Again, the Seahawks have four out of five games at home ending the season. I mentioned that I didn't like the Falcons earlier this year because they play all their games on the road coming up. So I just think those schedules are going to be just a giant factor for any of the teams going forward. Hmm. In the most obvious statement in history of life. The teams you play matters. Yes. Duh. Uh, Before we get out of here, bold predictions. Always fun. Tim. My favorite. I know. You do it often. (laughs) All right. Can I start? Go ahead. All right. Start off. Set it hot. I'm going to go off Nick. Nick mentioned the Colts being a favorite to win that division now. And even with Jack Doyle gone, my bold prediction is that the Colts run the table the rest of the year, win the division, Luck finishes second in the MVP race. My bold prediction is that the Colts run the table. 11-5. and five. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, that is. Definitely see it happen, too. That'd be a hell of a story for Luck, man. That's crazy. I was telling you guys before how last year Thanksgiving he was in the Netherlands visiting that uh, that Kobe Bryant doctor who, like, shot up Kobe and, and Dirk and all those basketball guys over there. And he didn't know if he would play football again. And now he's having a monster year. Uh, my bold prediction is that I think the New York Giants are going to run the table. Boy. And then uh, you guys are going to need a new <laughs> co-host. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am going to swallow that entire camera. That would be impressive. That would be impressive. I would like to see that. I nah. <laughs> I hope the Giants win. We should lose this weekend. Yeah, they play the Bears. But knowing them and knowing what happened, they'll they'll run nah. the team. They're, they're three and eight, right? I'm not bugging. They're three and eight. Yeah, they're three and they're eight. They're gonna go eight and eight. And then they'll have the twelfth pick, and then that's when Oh boy. What's the Giants remaining schedule? Can you pull that up real quick? They got the Bears, they have the Cowboys, Colts, Cowboys, Titans. And Titans. And 
Yeah. So far, Redskins. so far, I hear one and four. I just really want to lose this Bears game, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, I'm hoping so too. Would you guys play Mitch Trubisky against the Giants or Lamar Jackson against the Falcons in fantasy? I mean, that should be a layup for you, no? Mr. Anti-Falcon. Oh, Falcons. Oh, okay. I mean, but Trubisky against the Giants is also sexy. He's also coming off an inch. <laughs> an inch. An inch. You never know, kid. My bold prediction is the Broncos running the table. They're 5-6 and six right it's now. It's running tables over here. No, they're running so the table. Doing. I mean, after that big win at home against the Steelers, I think they can. They got Jeff Driscoll and the Mighty Bengals on the road next week. They got the 49ers after that. They have the Brownies who are playing good football, back-to-back wins. At home, though. They have Oakland, who's just a mess, and then a big game, possibly, uh, Week 17 against the Jadges. So I think I wouldn't be surprised for them to win the first four, to win that last game with possible playoff implications. Why not? Get frisky. And not for nothing, the Broncos have been better than people think, right? They stopped the six-game winning streak against the Chargers with a 23-22 win. They stopped the Steelers Steelers six-game winning streak. And then they only lost by two to the Texans, who had their own... Six-game winning streak going. So this is a team that has played three straight weeks against teams that are on six-game winning streaks. They played the Chiefs tough in Arrowhead but week before that. And they're 2-1. and one. Yeah. Don't, they're big losses to the Jets early in the season. Yeah. That is just like Yeah, besides, besides that Jets loss, you, they lost to the Chiefs twice. They lost to the Rams. They've lost to good teams. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a good team. I agree with you. I agree with you, boss. I don't know if they're going to run the table, but I think they got a shot. Everyone's running the table over here. We're running tables. Everybody's running the table. Um, Similar to how I run table in beer pong. When had the fuck had that happened? Just saying. It's never happened. We could play. <laughs> we could play. All right. We're, get, we're getting we'll get the cups. <laughs> now with the, with the circle table? Circle table. Yo, circle table is too small. 21 cup beer pong. That was, that's probably the best thing you guys have ever done for me in my life. Do you guys remember how to play that? Well, we haven't done anything for you, huh? <laughs> 21 cup beer pong is 21 cups Are you side. asking us if we remember how to play the game that we taught you? <laughs> I'm setting it up for the people who don't know. Oh, okay. Joe, good. all right? I'm oh. taking one out of your book. Gotcha. 21 cups on each side. You and the person across from you three each have three. the same ball. Three on three. Yeah. And you could only shoot the ball when the other person shoots the ball. Straight up. Whoever hits all the cups first wins. Three on three, but virtually one on one. Yeah, one you on only, one. Yeah, you only shoot the ball people. that your opponent that you're matched up with. Right, yes. right. Pretty fine. So a lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. A lot of action. A lot of action. A lot there's of scrambling no, for loose balls. There's no lull. There's no like re-rack that. Fuck that. No, there is. No, there is. There's there's all rack. But that's the thing. But there's also some excitement with that. Strategically. That's the intricacy thrown yeah. in there. Because that's you have to bar. count. And if you if you rack, if you say rack and there's one extra it's cup. miscount, you got to. Then you got to take a cup off your shit. Yeah. Or if you say rack and then they shoot after you say rack and it goes oh down. Oh, my God. Count. You know how many arguments that has? Rack! <laughs> <laughs> or you see everyone's hands like this, like this. Yeah, yeah. Don't shoot. Yeah. I'm always the one that has to fucking count. That's why I like playing with Espo. He's over there fucking, I'm a numbers guy. He'll count. Yeah. Right, yeah, you do that. Is Espo a numbers guy? No. Oh. No, he is. He is. He is. He is. Now he is. When he said he was a numbers guy at the time, he was not. Hockey player? Yeah. At Yo. the time, he was like, I'm a numbers guy. He said it to some girl. And I was like. The fuck? No, you're not. <laughs> but now he's like in finance. I, he could he could say that now. But oh, he's got one of those jobs. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Oh, okay. 
He's one of those guys you call up. He's fucking like 24 years old. Yeah, you know, it's been a long one. I'm like, yo, you're not going home to your wife and kids. Like, just shut up. It's enough. It's been, it's been a long one. Like, dude, at least wait another seven years before you say that to me, okay? It's been a long day. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been a hell of a one, you know? Um, yeah, anyway, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Pachab on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. The wrap-up and... The Waver Wave, both on Instagram in the next few days. So go check that ish out. Oh, and BrotoFantasy.com. You can find me at The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. At Endevito27 on Twitter and the Gram. Uh, guys, go follow the show on Instagram. We got our new handle, at Veterans Minimum. And it's on at Veterans Minimum on Twitter as well. And Patreon. And the Patreon. <laughs> the Patreon ghost is back. The Patreon, uh, if you guys want to support the show, uh, definitely go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash uh, veterans minimum patreon spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n uh yeah anything helps and it helps keep this show alive so yeah go check that out and that is all we'll see you guys next time do it again when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply